Hello and welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and uh, this issue's cover brings us the fascinating story of Ronnie Screwwala among the most colorful and successful entrepreneurs in India. Uh, his relatively newish gig is Upgrade an edtech startup but this cover story is not just about it but also his journey through the years and how he's made a life out of being not just an entrepreneur but also an investor. The author of the story Kathakali Chanda is with me on the other line. Hi Kathakali it's always nice talking to you. Welcome. Hi Abhishek thank you for having me. I cannot help but start this podcast by asking you uh, this question about when you accused him of being a serial entrepreneur Mr Screwwala did not take it uh, as kindly. Not at all you're absolutely right when you mentioned that he didn't take to it kindly at all. Um actually when we think of Ronnie Screwwala that's the first thing that uh, comes to our mind you know the number of ventures he's been associated with. Uh, he started very early with a cable connection network uh, called network uh, actually he had uh, a, a toothbrush manufacturing unit going on which uh, he says eventually went on to become the largest uh, toothbrush manufacturers in the country then of course there's utv we all know about utv and in fact um, that's what made ronnie scrubala a household name when he sold uh, utv to walt disney he took a short break and then he returned uh, with uh, upgrade and a few other ventures like u sports rsvp movies etc but serial and entrepreneur is something ronnie scrubala isn't happy with at all you know he feels that when you say serial entrepreneur the underlying impression is that you build a venture keeping in mind that you're going to sell it off some years later he feels that every venture he has started with he's been completely invested in that venture with with the single minded focus of building it up scaling it up and creating some sort of impact and value so not for once when he has started a venture he's thought of you know selling it at a astronomical uh, prices 5 years 7 years on serial entrepreneur is something he, he feels that when you call him a serial ent- entrepreneur there's a there's an implication of a premeditated idea that he's going to sell it off for 5 years 7 years on and he says he's never done a venture with a similar uh, thought right and he compares uh, it unceremoniously with uh, how a serial killer might killer might get on with his business where he has a plan in place <laughs> to knock off n number of people and uh, that at least in his head is not clearly the plan when it comes to uh, building businesses the latest one is uh, an edtech startup why that in 2015 he started upgrade so what was the reason why he uh, decided to move away as such from uh, entertainment and move into education notwithstanding the fact that it's a huge market when he left uh, when he stepped down from his position at the Walt Disney uh, company you know after uh, UTV was acquired by them he had three options in front of him he had uh, health tech he wanted to do something with consumer goods and edtech so he was looking at these three options he felt that uh, between health tech and consumer goods either they were not his forte or he wouldn't be able to create as big an impact as he was looking to edtech at that time was gaining traction you know technology even 5 years ago because of technological constraints uh, anything online was was not considered to be reliable that perception was was beginning to change around 2015 education was a sector he thought he would be able to create um, quite a big impact on 
and that's why he zeroed in on edtech at 2015 and set up uh, upgrad one thing he mentions constantly is the ability to create impact that helped him zoom in on edtech instead of consumer goods and uh, health and how is uh, his uh, business or uh, this venture different from uh, some of the other big players in the industry which is now started to get uh, you know is, is getting crowded you already have an yes. academy and byju's the usual suspects from your article it suggests that it is, it is not just k12 uh, education uh, mr uh, screwwala wants to uh, you know have a slightly different model so uh, so while you're right that uh, upgrad operates in the same space as a byju's or an an academy what mr uh, screwwala as well as mayank kumar and and falgun kumbali their uh, co-founders were very clear from the outset is they don't want to get into school education instead they wanted to look at working professionals who would constantly look to upgrade their skills you know hence the name upgrad and it is particularly relevant in the current climate you know where there are so many job losses and there are so, so much there's so much apprehension about you know if if we are going to have our jobs one year on uh, one and a half years on the only thing that one can resort to at, at this point is to improve our skills you know what upgrad wants to do is is help professionals stay relevant uh, at every point of their career handhold them from their first job which might earn them 4 lakhs per annum to 40 lakhs per annum and the target group they are looking at is 18 to 48 so for instance let's say there is a coder uh, in his early 20s and then 10 years down the line he becomes a team lead and then a manager and then go, gets into strategic uh, decision making if he's good at it or, or is interested so upgrade would still cater to that bloke exactly and also coding as we know today might not be the exact same thing 10 years down the line the way technology is changing we don't know what is going to be 10 years down down the line so upgrade wants to be a hub where it will keep uh, abreast of all these changes and in turn it will keep the learners relevant throughout their working life and how soon or how slow does uh, mr screwwala want to take this uh, given that in his competitors are galloping with, with lots of uh, venture capitalist money so how how is his uh, idea of uh, getting external investors to you know put it on steroids as of now it's it's only the founding group led by mr screwwala who've uh, put in rupees 120 crore in the venture in the journey of four odd years and i asked him that given that there has been an an uh, deluge of funding in the sector in the last 5 uh, to 6 months uh, in this year byju's has raised close to 1 billion itself uh, so i was very curious to know why hasn't mr skubala uh, you know made hay while the sun shines and he was very clear that while he's of course looking for external funding he was very clear that he would do that only with funders who who are aligned with his vision funding is you know it's, it's like a never ending race you raise funds now you you burn through your cash and 6 months on 9 months on one year on you're you're in that funding race forever while he will go out looking for funding he is not in any race to raise a, a billion dollars and get to that unicorn or a decacorn status as, as we know and he himself is uh, an investor isn't he with uh... Uh, money in a bunch of uh, outfits and uh, you've also interviewed a few entrepreneurs who including the boss of lenscart where he talks about uh, uh, ronnie screwwala's hands off approach meaning he will not be micromanaging he will 
sure. give you advice only if you ask for it which is at odds of him being a ceo of his own outfit so how does he straddle the two like you mentioned you know lenskart is probably one of the biggest and most well known companies in in his portfolio of unilever ventures which he founded i think around 2013 or 14 if i'm not wrong i've spoken to piyush bansal who's the founder and and ceo of lenskart who confirms to the vision that mr screwwala has of an entrepreneur like for his own entrepreneurial venture he wouldn't want for the lack of a better word a meddlesome someone on the table he himself wouldn't be one when he's investing in in uh, another venture so he gives piyush the entire freedom uh, to conduct the business at lenskart with of course providing his inputs at various points but never forcing them upon piyush so for instance he mentions that you know he would let piyush conduct the board meetings the way he wants it to Uh, Mr Screwwala himself would stay quietly to the uh, to the board meeting listening to what everyone else has to say and probably at the end of it making a few points himself but that is not to say that he he is not interested in the business even at UTV when there would they would have multiple verticals at, and you would have their uh, CEOs or the person running it coming to meet him it's almost that mr screwwala had a better grip of the numbers and the business than the person running it so he he is extremely prepared he's he's uh, extremely thorough with his research he's on top of everything that the business does but he will zone out when the time comes so he himself said that you know even with companies which are uh, with billion dollar trillion dollar companies now the ceo or the person in charge has to know when to zoom in and zoom out and Johnny Screwwala has mastered that art and how does he deal with uh, when something doesn't go right in terms of course corrections or you know shutting shop and quickly getting on with it in a career that has spanned over three decades uh, there would have been plenty instances there as well did he have a chance to you know share some of those oh he mentions plenty in fact he says that uh, i have made more mistakes in my life than uh, than successes he mentions that one of his board members had once told him that uh, you know ronnie cat has a cat has nine <laughs> lives you have 20 Uh, but the critical thing that he mentions is that it is it has never stopped him from taking risks he says that i'm willing to do eight things wrong and two things right given that those two things right are giving me higher returns and he says that if you don't do eight things uh, wrong then the two things that you're doing right are probably very low in the in the pecking order so if you want to get those two things really really right you will make eight things wrong and he's okay with that right and i think it's uh, paid off as well right among those two things uh, one anecdote that you write about is a film script that he approved within 5 minutes on a budget of 25 crore which went on to make what more than 500 or was it 300 crore rupees so it was a lot of money yeah, 300 300 you know 300 plus worldwide and in yeah. india i think about 250 crores exactly you look at something like uh, uri it was a first time director aditya dhar and the lead at that point vicky kaushal wasn't the a lister he's uh, uh, today so to to be convinced about uh, the film with the kind of cast and the director that you have takes exemplary vision and and faith this ability to have a finger on the pulse probably comes on from his years in media and entertainment when he knows that you know what will resonate well with the, his viewers so it's probably that you know he's he's got very strong uh, gut instincts and he won't step away from a bold risk so these two combined has probably 
you know made him the giant of an entrepreneur that he is and it it wasn't always easy was it if this script was approved in 5 minutes his first uh, deal uh, when he was 25 the cable tv business network it took him some 3000 door to door visits is what you write and over 1000 demos so the first one is always the toughest at the time uh, ronnie came up with the idea of a cable tv business television sets didn't have remotes there was <laughs> one channel doordarshan they didn't have a second channel and so to come up with an idea at a time of of a channel which could offer you content separate from what doordarshan was offering you at a price you know at that time indians were extremely price conscious so at a price is remarkable right yes uh, and last couple of uh, questions kathakili i have to ask this because of the times that we live in covid 19 how has it impacted the various ventures that is a part of uh, particularly upgrad uh, which would have received a bit of an uptick a lot of technology ventures have received quite a boost and education is one of them you know schools are brick and mortar schools have shut down so it it has been quite a seamless transition from brick and mortar schools to online recently the the government also uh, opened up uh, online education allowing the top 100 universities to offer degrees online so everything combined this has been a very sweet time for online education however ronnie stuwala is he, his policies that he has or the vision he has for upgrad goes way beyond just the few pandemic months or maybe another year when things settle down to normal now once we return to whatever normal uh, we can think of uh, maybe in a year year and a half you know if the if the uptick at at any point slows down he believes that what he offers to to a learner is is the ability to stay relevant at his job in difficult times under normal circumstances the learner would have had to take a year off in order to say do an mba course a year off or or two years off maybe relocate to another city and uh, you know do a course do an mba course in order to get get a higher uh, job advantage but with the online education and the flexibility of it you know with uh, with the uh, weekend classes and doing the courses at your own time a learner can now work and simultaneously upskill oneself so he believes that that gives his venture an edge over other ventures which are probably making the best while the pandemic lasts right thank you very much uh, for your time on this podcast kathakili this is great thank you abhishek thank you and all you listeners you can uh, get this podcast on forbesindia.com on itunes Uh, Stitcher and Spotify, and to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, message Forbes to five one eight one eight. And also look for other podcasts from uh, Forbes India. There's one called Teen Planner, an interview series with young entrepreneurs, and we also have from the bookshelf of Forbes India conversations about business, economics, and books.